0: Welcome and thank you so much for tuning in today's anti-diet show, part of the Farah Karamburi Podcast. A podcast on a mission to equip busy professional women to lose weight permanently by creating healthier habits. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner, an author and founder of Deep Body Health, a leading nutrition coaching program designed to achieve results by focusing on making simple habit changes. In each episode, I will bring you ideas on how to create these habits without going on short-term fat diets or taking weight loss pills or shakes to achieve your weight loss. So grab a cuppa or take me with you for a walk as I guide you through to achieving permanent weight loss results. Hello and welcome to the Anti-Dice Insights with Farah Karamburi. I'm your host, practitioner and keynote speaker and the founder of the leading nutrition coaching program called Deep Body Health for busy uh, female busy business owners. Hope you're all well this morning and today we're going to talk about if you've been told what to eat for the whole year, then that's a pretty miserable life to lead. Uh, what do I mean by that? Well, there's something we were discussing in my group yesterday, I'm running a challenge in my group. Um, and in that group, we were talking about how when you're told what to eat, when you're given a a, a list of foods to eat, or if you've given a plan of nutrition plan of some kind, um, and that is not the foods that you've been brought up with necessarily. And you got to eat these foods. So I wanted to just quickly pop on here and say that that doesn't have to be like that. You don't have to have a life like this because when you follow a methodology of somebody else's, me- most of the time personal trainers would give you, hello, hello, Amel how are you doing? I can actually see the messages this time as well. Hi guys, thank you for the hearts. Um, So most of the time you get this um, a, a personalized plan and people really think that unless I have a plan I can't lose weight and that's not true or I can't become healthier or can't lose body fat the important thing is to guide your client to the right kind of foods to guide your clients to find a balance in your food to guide them what is it they love to eat it's important that they love their food look that the reality is we love food okay and it's nothing to be ashamed of it's nothing to be fearful of either there is a possibility you may, to, may have built a bad rapport with food in the past, due to whatever reasons. But it's really important to Hi there um, It's really important to understand that this doesn't have to be like that. It's important to understand that you create your own menu. So yesterday in my live, we talked about how you create your own menu. So let's take an example of my a client of mine who may have been brought up with. Um, Indian food, right? They are from India, they migrated to UK, but they still cook Indian food in their house. Now, if they've come to me, they wanna lose 10 kg, and I say to them, here's your food plan, here's chicken and rice, and I want you to eat chicken, rice, and broccoli, because that's pretty good food, to be honest, isn't it? I eat that, not every day. Well, lunch times. um, but evening I have different meals. But if I was to give that to them and they are not into chicken, rice and <laughs> broccoli, that's going to be a really hard one for them. And if they don't like the smell of the chicken, they don't like the rice, the brown rice, and I'm forcing them to eat that food because I must give them a plan, otherwise I can't lose weight. That is not right. What I need to say is, or what I do now is with my client, what I do say that to them is, okay, what is it that you love to eat? Let's create a menu. And then let's balance your plate out. So what, do, what does a balanced plate look like? Well, you need to have some carbohydrates, a handful. You need to have some uh, non-processed, okay, non-processed. So you start starting a health journey, you're looking at more non-processed food, less processed food. Things that are made at home are non-processed. You're looking at some healthy fats from there. You're looking at definitely some vegetables in there. You're looking at some protein. But the big but here is, the big but, pardon the pun, is that you must love the protein you're eating. It has to be the meat that you like. It has to be the source of protein that you like for you to do this every single day. Because we're, we're creating re- regimes and we're creating routines. We're creating a consistency in the program so that you can actually lose the weight and feel better. The only way you won't lose the weight is if you've eaten more carbohydrates than I've actually asked you to, or if you've had more food than you know, or you've had more non-processed or processed food than non-processed food. That is what we're looking for. We're looking for a balance here, though. We still want to have a treat. We still want to have a cake. We still need to have ice cream. That is important because a life of misery without any of those, even if you're on a journey, okay, even if you're on a journey, don't even start this journey. If you are planning to give up sugar for the rest of your life, go for it. Good luck with that, by the way, because it's going to be hard. If you're planning to give up, uh, let's say, I don't know, what else can you give a Chris for the rest of your life, then fine. But it's a little bit of a hard ask, really is. Why not allow yourself 25% of the foods in a week to be a treat food or or non-processed or processed food, sorry. So think about how you're eating right now. In one day, you have three meals for a female. If you're a male, you might eat four times. Even some females that are larger females might eat four times depending on their exertion and their uh, what are workouts they're doing. So they might even eat four meals. I have four meals actually. And I'm not a, a, an athlete or even large. Um, but I have four because that's what requirement my body requires. So think about the balance of your plate and think about the frequency of your meals and also think about how much food are you cooking yourself? How do you then plate it? So it's all about being aware, being mindful. So for breakfast, are you eating things that are giving you some nutrients? For me, cereals provide zero nutrients, okay? I believe that because I have seen many of of these cereal boxes and I've examined them and I have studied them. There is nothing in it, even if they say on the outside, they're fortified with vitamins, they're fortified with minerals and whatever not. The amount of nutrients inside a processed cereal is very little. So what is the better alternative? It's about better alternative. Maybe you have, maybe you like Weetabix. You may put some strawberries on Weetabix and, but that's all carbs, carbs and carbs, right? Then you think about where is my protein? You might then have a couple of boiled eggs with that breakfast. You might then say, where is my vegetables? Maybe later in the day, around 11 o'clock, you may have some chopped cucumber or some of your favorite vegetables. Sugar snap peas are my favorite. I could eat them all day, every day. You may have that. Now, you can see now what that looks like. So you you haven't given up on your cereal as such. You have made it slightly better than it is, slightly more. And your thought process behind it isn't weight loss. Your thought process behind it is nutrition. What is the amount of nutrients in my food right now that I'm eating? That is the most important question to ask here. When you feel fuller, when your hormones are balanced, when you feel your metabolism is working well, all of those contributory factors are to weight gain and weight loss. If you just eat carbs all day and no fats, especially as a female, you're going to crave a lot of things. If you don't eat enough protein and you're doing massive amount of HIIT training, your body is going to hurt. And not gonna, it's not going to recover, your hair is going to fall down, your nails are going to be brittle, your skin is not going to be great, all of these things are associated with protein. It doesn't matter who you are, vegan, vegetarian, um, meat eater, perimenopausal woman, menopause women, doesn't matter who you are. Are you getting adequate amount of protein in your daily food? And then we're looking at carbohydrates. Now, everything is carbs almost, Right? What you're looking for is non-processed carbs. You're looking for 75% of your meals in the week to be non-processed, i.e. a product that you can see that hasn't been manufactured or not been tampered with. That is the definition of non-processed. So piece of fruit, or fruits by the way, is carbohydrates, even though a lot of people use it as snacks and have three, four in a day, because you may think that the government guidelines, the plate says 5 to ten or five to seven vegetables and fruit very misleading by the way extremely misleading and you need to be careful about the balance of your fruits versus your vegetables now you can go up for five to seven vegetables for sure and also know what the vegetables are like for example carrots are vegetables however they will have more carbs in it because they're sweeter okay you know this because you taste it So you need to think about how much of that you're having in your plate. If you're having carrots all day, every day, they are contributing as a carbohydrate to your total food intake. Okay, so healthy fats. If you've come from a background of um, Slimming World, I've been talking a lot about Slimming World uh, since yesterday or since two days ago. Slimming World uh, or any other clubs, Weight Watchers, there's a lot of emphasis on... Fats taking up most of your points. There's a lot of emphasis on fats. You know the, the, the there's not enough emphasis on how good fats are for you. It's more about the amount of sins. It's more about the amount of points that's taken away. That's taken away from your deep health. We are trying to create deep health here, right? That's taking it away because now you're associating avocado is going to take up all my points. So I'm not going to eat this because I rather have my cookie. I'd rather have my cookie. Well, what well, cookie is not going to give you nutrients? You can have the cookie 25% of your weekly intake, can be a cookie as well, or could be a takeaway, it could be ice cream, it could be a cake. But your 75% every single day, 75% of the meals need to be the balance we've just talked about. So the fats are good for you, but they have to be respected. They have to be small amounts, size of your thumb, three times a day. Can you do that? What does that look like? Well, Five to seven almonds, a teaspoon of peanut butter, maybe a teaspoon and a half, chia seeds, avocado, a, a medium-sized avocado of the size of a pear must be broken into four. That's four portions in there. These are the small things that need, they are going to contribute to the result at the end. If you say, well, I'm going to eat the entire avocado and you've had peanut butter that day and you've had coconut oil in your food, Now, this is accumulated to a lot of fat for the day. You're gonna store this fat in your body as fat. That's it. You're not burning enough calories. None of us are moving enough. Most of us, it's the life that we lead now. We have to accept it. We have to do purposeful exercise, which we do. But after that, what we do is we we sit down. We sit down, we sit down. So we're not burning a lot. So we have to look at the way we're eating. We have to look at how much are we eating. If you genuinely feel hungry, that's another thing people have forgotten. The hunger cues, the fullness cues. Are you actually hungry or are you just eating for the sake of it? What about your body? Does it not need some kind of respect? If you're not hungry or you've eaten earlier, and if you're not hungry for days, right, There's something not quite right. This is where we, we go to take ourselves to the doctor, we get a blood test done to figure out why am I not hungry. That's not right either. But if you're eating for the sake of eating because you're bored, if you're eating because you like the taste, if you're eating because you are mind you not even, you're not even sure you're doing it. you've been to the fridge, you've got this habit going on. If you're eating due to poor habits that you have um, cultivated, then time to kind of slow it down. First step is to slow down and ask yourself, do I need to eat this piece of bread? Do I need it? Uh, I don't feel hungry. Is it thirst? because probably I haven't drunk any water, we're looking at two liters a day. A lot of people mistake hunger for thirst and thirst for hunger as well. This happens a lot. So you need to understand where you're at. Drink a glass of water and wait. Do you still feel hungry? If you feel hungry, you must give yourself food because your body is asking for it. If you ignore your hunger, unless you're doing some kind of a fasting for a day, right, that specific fasting for a day, and you are gonna be hungry, it's gonna be a nightmare, but that's different. But your day-to-day, if you're feeling a bit hungry, you must give your body food because it's asking for it. That is the cues that you wanna follow. It's called intuitive eating. Stop when you're full. Eat on the table without the television. Television sounds really (laughs) old-fashioned. TV, computers, whatever else. Don't go through your Facebook while you're eating. You don't need to do that. You want to eat your food nicely, digest it beautifully by chewing it at least 15 to 20 times. So each meal should take around 20 to 30 minutes to finish. And I, I mean, you can't even put a set time on it. Just eat your food mindfully. Look at the texture. What do you taste? How is it? How does it make you feel eating this food? How do you feel after eating the food? Do you feel bloated? Do you feel your tummy hurts? Or do you feel good? If your tummy hurts and you're bloated, well, you don't want to eat those foods because they don't suit you. I don't care how healthy they are; they do not suit you. Remove them from your food list. And when I was talking about when I create this list with my clients, this is what we talk. We this is what we do. We look at what foods suit us and we create a menu. I don't give them a plan. Because a plan means what happens if they get a result on a plan. But then after the plan, when they're not with me, or they're by themselves, or they're gone on holiday, they suddenly are, I don't know what to do. Secondly, the plan might not be for you because you don't like those foods. What are you going to do then? Right? Uh, and also, the women that I teach, they're busy to count calories, count sins, weigh the food, measure the food. You don't need to do that. You've got your hand that comes everywhere with you. To get a guidance to begin with, you look at your hand. Size of your hand is what you have in your carbs. Your palm is for your protein, and everyone's hand is different. So if your husband's hand's bigger, he has more food. If you are serving your husband um, dinner or your partner a dinner, you're putting the same food for you. Let me tell you one thing: men burn thirty percent more calories than women. So if you're both on a health journey, you're both trying to lose weight, he's going to lose weight faster if the food is same. That's it. Simple as that. Physiology, women's physiology is okay? You can't argue with the nature. Yes, it's annoying, but you need to, I remember, they're, they're going to burn more calories. So reduce the food on your plate. It's more of here. It could be agreed. It's more, I want to eat all of this. But actually, if you sit down peacefully, chew the food properly, you might be full and no one's going to stop you going for seconds if you're really genuinely hungry time to level up with yourself so the point today uh, that i wanted to bring is that if you are given a what to eat food plan you have to question it can you actually do it eat, are these foods the foods that you can eat for the rest of your lives not just for a week because the the danger here is after you've finished eating food like this because you've got bored because they're boring uh, or they're tasteless then you are going to go back to eating what you like and also feel deprived and what does deprivation do deprivation leads to binge deprivation leads to binge tell keep telling yourself I'm not having this you're going to think about it constantly so try and not go into that question yourself immediately when you're not feeling right question yourself and say this doesn't feel right i need to i need to go back to the person who's told me to eat like this and question this and that is what i wanted to talk to you about i hope you've taken some Uh, ideas from here especially if you are starting on your journey and kind of apply it and see what happens the first step is to be aware just slow down be aware slow down be aware start eating slowly that is your first step see how much you really need versus how much you're burning thank you so much guys for being with me i will catch you tomorrow morning with a brand new topic Thank you so much for listening to this episode of anti-diet show if you have some time please leave me a review so i can help more busy professional women like you to create healthy habits in order to change lives